This is Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard of Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. When a part of your financial strategy is out of tune, your long-term goals, your retirement savings, and your legacy can all suffer. With many years of experience in the financial industry, Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard provide their clients and prospects with the information they need regarding Social Security, retirement income planning, wealth management, and much more. Listen in as we address your financial concerns and provide helpful solutions to put you on the path to achieving your retirement goals, your money, and your plans in perfect harmony. And now here is Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard to help you find out how to be financially tuned. Hello, everyone, and welcome to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Today, we're going to talk a little bit about investing in a bull market. Always a fun topic. According to Investopedia, a bull market is when the market is up and doing well, as opposed to the bear market, which is exactly the opposite. With the performance of the stock market recently, uh, (laughs) you don't really need to go to Spain to be able to run with the bulls, quote unquote. Um, (laughs) There is a lot of things that determine whether the market is up or down. Unfortunately, though, we don't have the crystal ball that tells us what will happen in the marketplace or exactly when it's going to happen. The market, you know, it has so many variables dictating it. Um, foreign policy, the battle for natural resources around the globe, uh, natural disasters, quality of earnings, interest rates, uh, consumer optimism. I mean, the list just goes on and on. It's always fun, though, to talk about the market going up. So I'm really looking forward to this conversation today. But before we get started, um, I'd like to introduce to the show our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. How are you doing, Tony? Baron, I'm doing great. So great to be here. And, you know, it's just been Simon and I for a few weeks, but it's great to have you back on the show. And uh, we tried to hold the fort down while you were gone. You know, uh, when the boss is away, the kids will play. But we had fun, didn't we, Simon? <laughs> That's right. I'm sure you guys yeah. did an excellent job. <laughs> oh, Simon did great. Um, and I'm doing great, but Baron, how are you feeling? You doing good? Yeah, I'm doing great. I, uh, had a little bit of time off that I needed to take care of some personal things and, uh, everything's back to normal now. So we're good to go. Excellent. Excellent. Simon, how have you been? I've been doing well. It's nice to have you two back together, the gang back together again. (laughs) Looking forward to today's show. Everybody loves when the market's going up. So it's always something to talk about. Yeah, it is. This will be a great topic right now. And it's really, like you said, Simon, it's relevant due to the continuing success of the stock market. Now we've seen a couple of dips, uh, but you know, there's always a little volatility, but a lot of people I think could stand to benefit from maybe tweaking their investments when the market's uh, having a bull run. uh, And it's truly a great problem to have, isn't it? It certainly is, Tony. You know, many Americans, 401ks, our IRA, you know, they're the centerpiece of their retirement and income plan. And these last couple of years have been a good uh, push in the right direction for them. You know, since many retirement plans are driven by the stock market, it's important to keep an eye on them and review them from time to time to kind of keep in mind what's going on overall in the market that we're in. You know, according to CNBC, uh, we are currently in the midst of our second longest ever bull market since the stock market has opened. That's an important fact to keep in mind as we discuss things today. 
Well, yeah, and and that is a, an important thing. I, obviously, uh, this has been a long one. I mean, since like 2009, 2010, uh, we've hit some record highs in that time. We've seen a couple of dips, but let's dive right in. So, Simon, how well is the market actually performing? Well, Tony, CNBC also said that the stock market optimism among professional investors is surging and now reached the highest levels since before the crash in 87. So as you said, hitting some new highs kind of time after time. You know, new tax legislation has given corporations modest tax cuts. This will make them more competitive in the international big picture and also with the hopes of bringing back uh, companies that may have left the country because of those tax uh, rates along the way and bring them back to the U.S. soil. New corporate tax rates have gone down from 35% all the way down to 21%. And wow. yeah, big step down. And really this is was a step in the right direction. You know, the prior to the prior to this, the US had the highest corporate tax rate among major economies. So this brings us kind of more towards the middle of that pact as far as other countries uh, kind of the normal standard economies that we want to kind of compare ourselves to kind of the competition out there, so to speak. And I know this is a hot button issue with a lot of the people, a lot of the listeners out there. Many people think that uh, this lifts the tax on the rich, but corporations are businesses, not people. You know, certainly there are high level executives that we may think are overpaid, but that's kind of a different subject that we'll leave for another day. The reality is, is corporations don't pay taxes. They pass them on to us, the consumer, as it's just another cost of their doing business. And by lowering these taxes, corporations can pass on those taxations in the form of better earnings in our 401ks and in our IRAs, or to their higher wages to their employees, or to cut the cost of the goods and make them more competitive in their pricing. So it's a good thing overall. And because of this, companies may elect to start bringing jobs back to the United States to reap these new tax benefits as well. And that's part of the reason that they were done. Recently, we just heard that uh, Fiat Chrysler committed a billion dollars to modernizing a Michigan plant and moving the production lines and jobs back to Michigan that they had once let go off to Mexico. So big changes. Wow. Yeah, that sounds good. Now, with the market performing well, is it risky to not be invested in stocks? Well, Tony, you know, we certainly have to be aware of sitting on the sidelines and an effect of things like inflation may have long term. You know, opportunities like uh, we have seen over the past few years is why we invest in stocks in the market long term. However, it's if you you know, however, if you, if you've been sitting on the sidelines for years after fear of the last crash that we've had, waiting for the time to get right and to get back in, the reality is you may have missed your window a little bit at this stage of the game. And while things could certainly continue to do well late into the bull market, it's not necessarily the best time to start investing. In stocks, if you haven't done so already up until this point, and almost yeah. yeah, and almost any bull market, um, you see a stretch of gains followed by kind of a modest pullback, which is then followed by more gains. But in this market, there seems to be no pause as time has gone by. You know, one of the questions that you have to ask yourself is whether stock market value values have gotten too high, and are poised to kind of revert back to the mean and kind of where that pendulum may swing and where we are in the kind of scheme of things in the big picture. Well, you know, Baron, I've heard the term melt-up. Uh, could you describe to the listeners what that is exactly? Yeah, Tony, um, a melt-up is a dramatic uptick in investment performance, which is driven by 
basically a mad dash of investors who don't want to miss out on its rise rather than by fundamental improvements in the economy itself. Um, this term is starting to be thrown around a little bit lately. These gains created by a melt-up are largely considered an unreliable indication of the direction of the market. And melt-ups actually often precede meltdowns. One interesting factor um, is that interest rates obviously are currently low. They've been low for quite some time. Um, even now when the Fed starts lifting short-term rates, which they have, as I just said, as of late, um, that can be a positive for U.S. stocks, which are competing for investor dollars with bonds. Typically, you know, bonds are going to act inversely to what the stock market is doing. So in my opinion, it really all, all comes down to earnings and interest rates. I mean, we can talk and talk and talk about jobs and consumer confidence and similar factors. But when it all gets to be too much, I really feel that it's important to just simplify things and stick to your long-term plan. Planning for a near-term melt-up can just be an irrationally short-term expectation. And just like it's silly to plan for a crash, I mean, it's equally silly to position your portfolio for a boom. This creates basically an all-in, all-out strategy, which can create a conflict between your risk profile and your actual portfolio. I feel it's really very, very important to establish your financial needs, uh, find a realistic profile, and construct the appropriate portfolio and stick with that plan through both melt-ups and meltdowns. An interesting thing to note is that politics may not always affect the stock market. You know, although our current president remains largely unpopular with actually a record low 36% approval rate, consumer confidence reached a new 17-year high late in 2017. So equally important is that economies around, uh, around the globe, they look very healthy. Um, all 45 of the world's largest economies grew last year. So that's really, really um, uh, a very odd an unusual event to take place, which is really helping leaning, to, uh, making these bull runs occur. Right. And I think that's really important to uh, understand that. Now, we have to take a quick break here, guys. Is there anything you want to add before we do? Well, we have an interesting topic today. It's a fun one. So hopefully the listeners will gain something out of today's conversation. You know, markets, returns, bull markets, a lot of the considerations that we're going to discuss are complicated ones, which is why it's important to discuss things with a qualified financial advisor. If the listeners today would like to find out more about us or reach out to us, they can uh, find us on the web at wellingtonadams.com or reach out to us at 855-793-2409. In today's volatile environment, making sure your assets are properly aligned with your financial goals has never been more important. Money can go up or down in value, and it may pose a risk if it isn't properly managed to serve a specific purpose in a comprehensive plan. If you have ever thought that maybe too much of your assets were exposed to market risk, you owe it to yourself and your retirement to check out the Color of Money Risk Analysis the first step to getting your assets aligned with your goals. At Wellington Adams Investment Advisory, we use this simple 11-question survey to help gain insight into your financial profile. Armed with your score, we can help you make decisions about your asset allocation in retirement. 
To learn more about this valuable self-assessment, visit us at wellingtonadams.com or call us today at 855-793-2409. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back, everyone, to Financially Tuned with myself, Baron Fitzgerald, and Simon Hilliard from Wellington Adams, as well as our co-host, Mr. Tony Shore. Uh, the title of this show is Running with the Bulls, Investing When the Market is Up. Uh, we've been discussing how to invest when the market is doing well, like it, it is currently. And so far, we've talked about tweaking your investments for a bull market, uh, whether or not it's risky to abstain from the market during a bull market. And also, we've covered what exactly a melt-up is. Sure. And and you know what? It's been a great discussion so far. Uh, Simon, what's the next topic you'd like to discuss? Well, Tony, I'd like to talk a little bit more about some factors that we look at um, that might derail a bull market. You know, Believe it or not, the market can't continue to sizzle with growth forever. Interest rates and inflation are topics that we hear a lot about, but sometimes they can be a bit confusing. Uh, the Federal Reserve has a lot to do with the rates and the landscape of buying and selling with commodities, stocks, and bonds. Interest rates are supposed to rise by an estimated two or three hikes in 2018 by about a quarter of a percent or so each time. And if inflation starts to go up, the Fed may hike rates by more and in a more timely fashion than we just mentioned. And this could very well suffocate the bull market. There are numerous technical and economic factors that can change the direction of the market very quickly. You know, when the market starts to worsen, sometimes it can be a good idea to evaluate some of the more volatile and troublesome holdings. You know, as we look at these things, some of these topics may get very complex. This is why it's important to have a good advisor, you know, a fiduciary that you can look out for you in your best interests so that you know that their suggestions in time like these are meant to look out for you and your best interests rather than being concerned about what they're making as far as suggestions and recommendations and whether or not they're looking out for you or just to make a commission or some other reason that's lingering in the background. All right. Well, Baron, what do you think? I mean, these are great tips. Uh, what else do we need to know here? Well, what we're going to do now, Tony, is we're going to talk about the five tips for dealing with a bull market. We're going to run through them from number five up to number one. So number five, stay diversified. It's very, very important. Different sectors of the market get hot at different times. This is the whole point of becoming and staying diversified in your portfolio. Number four, don't become greedy. This is very, very important for investors who may be in or creeping up to retirement. Whenever you think you've fallen in love with a stock, take a deep breath and take a step back. You have to stay grounded and stay humble. Number three, don't fall in love with it. The time may come when you've got to unload a stock that has made you money in the past. You know, perhaps that company has come full circle in their life cycle or their main product has gone out of style, or it's been replaced, et cetera, et cetera. So it's very important not to fall in love with your most comfortable pair of shoes. Chances are, if you're going to wear them long enough, they're going to get holes eventually. So very important, don't fall in love with the stocks. Sure. Uh, number two, keep your eyes on the geopolitical happenings. You know, large-scale geopolitical factors can have an impact on resources and markets. Um, keep an eye on China and their steel dumping ways. They are producing half of the world's steel right now. 
and may potentially be selling it at a loss to artificially keep prices low and competitors at a distance. Charismatic, strong, uh, strongman politics, you know, they're on the rise across the world. So we have to keep an eye out on things and places like the aforementioned China, uh, also Japan, Saudi Arabia, Turkey, Philippines, Brazil, etc., etc. Number one, take a profit. Investors in red-hot market landscapes may tend to forget you can't actually recognize a gain in your portfolio unless you take some of your winnings. So I really feel it's very, very important that you do take that profit off of the table and put it into your pocket. Some stocks in this bull market may have outsized gains, and you should really consider figuring out which stocks those are. Well, these are some great points. Those are five great points, and there's a lot of uh, chatter out there right now, guys, uh, in the industry about tax reform, of course, and the new tax laws. Um, Simon, maybe you could give us a little detail on how that's going to play a role with the markets. Uh, I know that this is a really hot topic right now. Absolutely is, Tony. You know, this bull market goes beyond simply the new tax laws that are being put into place as it's been rolling on for some time now uh, before they even came into play. So I think it's an important question. You know, how much of the boost will they lend and how much longer will the good times roll? 2017 was a pretty good year for making money in the market, but it really ramped up in September when tax reform worked its way back onto the news cycle out there. As we mentioned earlier, corporate taxes have been slashed from 35% down to 21. The rollback of regulatory overreach in addition to the rising rates seems to be just what the doctor ordered in these types of markets. You know, a big reason for the continued growth of the market is simply healthy economies around the world and not just on our own soil. Durable goods, things such as machinery, equipment, and raw materials, uh, those orders are on the rise since November of 2017 as well, which is one sign of a robust and healthy economy as businesses using these materials in their operations and productions. And these rises in orders suggest that they continue to grow and increase their output. Right. So obviously, um, this is a big deal, and I'm sure this is reassuring for our listeners to hear. Unfortunately, we have to take another quick break here, guys. Uh, Simon, do you have any closing comments before we do? Well, Tony, hopefully, you know, the listeners today have gained a little insight into some of the things that are driving the bull market. You know, some of the keys are stay diversified, find good uh, feedback from your good financial advisor. You know, if you need to reach out to somebody um, to get a secondary review of what you're doing, or if you need somebody to help you put a plan in place or kind of evaluate some of these concerns and how they relate to you, feel free to reach out to us uh, either on the web at wellingtonadams.com or by phone at 855-793-2409. There was a time when quality service was epitomized by face-to-face personalized attention. But technology has changed the world dramatically. These days, access to 24-7 online service has become equally, if not more, important. That's why we offer an online platform that makes managing your finances easier while putting powerful tools at your fingertips. Generational Vault allows you to consolidate your financial life into one place where you can organize, manage, and track your accounts upload important documents, and view your financial information. All data is secured with an SSL certificate that uses a 2048-bit public encryption key 
one of the strongest available to ensure your financial life is kept protected. Whether you are in retirement or preparing for it, Generational Vault can be your new financial home. To learn more about this virtual safe deposit box, visit wellingtonadams.com. And now back to Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Welcome back, everyone, to our last segment of the show, Running with the Bulls, Investing When the Market is Up. We've been discussing the current bull market and taking an in-depth look at factors which are driving it and things also that could stall it. We also went over the five tips for dealing with a bull market, so to speak, for the bulls. Number five, stay diversified. Number four, don't become greedy. Three, don't fall in love. Number two, keep your eyes on geopolitical happenings. And number one, take a profit. The bottom line, if you're on the sidelines during this bull market, you're definitely missing out on the gains. Depending upon your risk tolerance and how much money you have in your portfolio, this bull market could really make your retirement much more comfortable. Well, I think it's great uh, that our retirement can be more comfortable. That's what we all want. And Baron, thanks for the recap. Uh, It's good to review these rules and understand the program a little bit better. Um, So let's say I missed out on that raging bull of 2017. Should I start investing now that prices are higher or should I be wary of that? Well, you're right, Tony. 2017 was quite a year in the stock markets. It was a very good one. You know, if you simply had invested in the S&P 500, you would have seen about a 20% return over that past year. Now, this current bull market may very well keep kicking on all cylinders through 2018 or even longer, but it seems obvious, though, that the market will correct, and it's really just a matter of when that might happen. And the problem is no one knows exactly when that will be or what will trigger it for that matter. Last year, some forecasts predicted that the S&P would produce about a small to modest gain in 2017, and it ended up earning more than 7% gain in only the first four months of 2017 and finished the year, as we mentioned, up 20%. So you can see that the predictions and uh, market guesses, so to speak, are just that. The key at stages like these is to have a plan. There's no simple blanket statement that applies to everyone. You know, not too much general advice to give there. Things like a level, the level of risk that you can tolerate, you know, how much you've saved at this stage of the game relative to your goals, how close you are to retirement, uh, all play a part in deciding how and when to invest and to stay invested and you know, how to consider if it's the right time to get in still or if you need to kind of hold off and look for a buying opportunity out there, Tony. Right. And, and that's, that's huge. Uh, good to know. Now, Baron, have you got any more advice for our listeners for this uh, aging bull market? Well, Tony, actually, you're right. I mean, this bull is getting old, no doubt about that. But also, it doesn't mean that it's close to being over. You know, as I said before, we don't have that crystal ball to know what short-term market we are in. You know, I mean, we don't know that until after we've lived it. An uptick may still be inevitable. I mean, with unemployment at a low of 4.1%, as well as wages increasing. If the dollar, uh, if the American dollar weakens, emerging market stocks could begin, uh, excuse me, could become very, very attractive, especially highly industrial ones. You know, keep an eye on Asia, especially China, South Korea. 
um, Indonesia, as well as Brazil and Argentina. Growth is picking up in the U.S., Europe, and in Asia. It's the first time that we've seen all three major global regions rising at the same time. So, you know, again, we don't really know. We don't have that crystal ball. The bull market could continue for quite a while still. Interesting. Yeah, nobody has a crystal ball, that's for sure. Um, unfortunately, our, our time is going to be up here in just a minute. Uh, Simon, how about this bull market? I mean, obviously, now we're waiting for the other shoe to drop. And, you know, people say we're going to have a big correction, hopefully not a full bear market like in 2008 where the bottom kind of fell out. Uh, but I know people are wary about that, aren't they? Yeah. You know, there's two things that I would mention uh, in addition to the topics that we've gone over. One is tax considerations. You know, we are at a high point. You know, if you have a good tax advisor, a good financial advisor, now's the time to sit down with them, kind of discuss any tax strategies that might be in place, things that you might want to sell off and take the capital gains. Um, different holdings that you might want to reposition. You know, the tax laws have changed as well, so it's a good time to sit back down with your tax uh, preparer and say, you know, how are these tax implications going to change moving forward and kind of is now a good time to make a change. The other thing is Barron often mentions, and he just touched on it today, but didn't spend too much time in emphasizing it. Sometimes it's a good time to kind of take some of those gains off the table. You know, we have had a good long run. And if you have upcoming purchases or things that you'd like to do, now might be a good time to withdraw some of those gains and cement them in stone. Use them for a good purpose. You know, if you're looking to buy a car, a secondary home, take a trip, things like that, you know, take that money while the times are good rather than waiting for the market to kind of hit a pullback and need the money at that particular time. So, you know, two other things to consider as we're kind of looking at where we are uh, historically and the run that we've had lately in the bull market. Right. And it's been a great run. Now, guys, we're almost out of time for today's show. Uh, Baron, is there anything else you want to add before we have to go today? Um, no, we're just uh, hoping that you got something out of the show today and you feel like you generally have a better understanding about the current state of the market. You know, with the help of, the right, of a right professional, you can take a look at your unique situation and really help create an investment strategy that's specifically for you. Um, if you have any questions about today's shows or comments, please don't hesitate to contact us at 1-855-793-2409 or you can visit us on our website, www.wellingtonadams.com. It's always important to keep in mind that past performance doesn't guarantee future results and that investing involves the right, excuse me, involves the risk including potential loss of principal. You know, um, all information ideas should really be discussed in detail with your individual advisor prior to uh, implementation. All right. Well, that does it for today's episode of Financially Tuned with Baron Fitzgerald and Simon Hilliard. Join us same time, same place for another show of Financially Tuned next week. Take care and we'll see you then. Thank you for listening to Financially Tuned. Don't pay too much for taxes or retire without a sound retirement plan. For more information, please contact Baron Fitzgerald or Simon Hilliard at Wellington Adams Investment Advisory. Call 855-793-2409 or visit them online at wellingtonadams.com.
All matters discussed during the show are for informational purposes only. Each individual situation may vary and the opinions expressed here may not apply to everyone. Materials presented are believed to be from reliable sources and no representations can be made as to its accuracy. All ideas and information should be discussed in detail with one of our qualified representatives prior to implementation. Baron Fitzgerald, Simon Hilliard, and Wellington Adams Investment Advisory are not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency.